and good evening everyone welcome to the lone wolf hof podcast again it is monday and what a sunday we all had and what a sunday night in philadelphia it must have been i mean on twitter and instagram we're we're looking at you know parents riding around in strollers with speakers on top instead of the kids dune buggies riding up the rocky steps we got people climbing poles setting fires what a sunday night in philly and that made up for the god-awful game that that was so thank god for that but that first game that jaguars pats game we might have had some little referee collusion maybe possibly referee collusion you know, we all saw the ref celebrating after the touchdown. It wasn't really celebrating. For the record, it wasn't celebrating. He was just trying to control the Patriots because they were about to get in a little fight with the Jags. So, you know, but hey, what a game that was. Very good game. We got to witness Blake Bortles put on a great performance. The boat, best of all time. You know, we every, you got to root for Blake. He's America's, like, you know, unsung hero trying to take down the tyrant. You know, I, I want I like to compare Blake Bortles to myself as like a podcast in a way. You know, a twenties uh, balding. Uh, you know, just like a guy we all love, and that that sounds like me, doesn't it? A guy we all love. You know, he gets the job done. It doesn't look good. Trust me, this podcast isn't looking like you know. It's not like a dime piece of podcast. It's you know, we get the job done though. It's entertaining in a sense, and you know, that's we're going from here. And you think of Tom Brady. And the Patriots as more of like a part in my take with uh, PFT and Big Cat. By the way, part of my take, great podcast. Little, you know, I'll, I'll slide that in there. Definitely download. Even though it's competition, definitely download it. Definitely listen. But you got to figure that Big Cat is like a, you know, basically like Tom Brady. It's, you know, he is Tom Brady of the podcast world. And you got a PFT who, like, you know, how Belichick has a signature hoodie and signature no sleeves. <laughs> Guess what? PFT has a signature sunglasses that we don't even see his eyes. You know, you just, you see that. So, you know, part of my takes the Patriots, I'm the Jaguars, I'm Blake Bortles, you know, the guy, the American hero, unsung American hero. But, you know, we saw Blake collapse in the second half. It wasn't even, it wasn't as much as a, a collapse as it was uh, we just, the Jaguars became very conservative and stopped pushing the ball down the field and, you know, stopped doing what they needed to do to beat the Patriots. We go back to that first half, the end of the first half, where the possession before the last one where they took a kneel down, they just they settled for running the ball and letting the clock go out, and it just it didn't work. You cannot go after the Patriots that way. If you give the Patriots possessions without trying to score, you're going to get burnt in the end. We saw the Super Bowl last year, and we saw it again yesterday. So that's what the the Eagles, if they want to win and say they get out to a lead of some sort, they have to keep the pedal to the metal. You can't keep settling. Definitely can't. But that was a good game. And I'm I'm, you know, as a Giant fan, I'm supposed to be upset with this Super Bowl matchup. I'm not really that upset, to be honest. I don't really care that much because I don't hate the Patriots. This is what I don't get. And I get Giant fans are like, oh, they're from Boston. As a Giant fan, we've done nothing but beat the Patriots in key games, you know. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You know, the only two teams that have beat the Patriots twice in one season since that 2011 season where the Giants did it are the Giants and the Fal- and the uh, Ravens. Excuse me. 
That's the only two teams that have beaten the Patriots twice in one season. That includes the Steelers. That includes the Jets. That includes the Dolphins. That includes the Bills. It includes everyone in their own division that they play twice every year. So it just shows how dominant the Patriots are when it comes to football in general. They are the staple organization of what what a football team should be. So as a Giant fan, why am I going to hate them just because of Boston? You know? I'm going to hate the Eagles. You know, that's just how I am supposed to be as a Giant fan. Because they're the worst sports fans in the world. They're the most disgusting fans in the world. They throw up on children. They just they 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 throw full beers at people. They say fuck Millie, the 100-year-old Viking fan. They make signs. The lady's 100 years old for Christ's sakes. It's insane. I just don't get it. I don't understand how Giant fans can even contemplate rooting for Philly. Contemplate it. You can't contemplate it. it it's not a great... It, of course, people are going to say, oh, you know, that's uh, Boston. It's Boston. I don't give a shit if it's Boston. I don't play the Patriots every year. If I'm a Jet fan, then I'm rooting for the, the Eagles, obviously. But hey, you know, that's just my take on it. So overall, though, yesterday we had a good day. Betting wise, we you know we are big bets. The Eagles money line and the Eagles with the three and a half they hit. We had our Leonard Fournette prop bet that hit the under. We had our Danny Amendola over bet hit. Now the Patriots, you know, with the seven and a half what didn't hit. So yeah, you know I'm sorry about that. And the over hit instead of the under. But hey, can't get them all right. But I'll take four out of six. All right, I'll take four out of six of the important ones. So. Shout out to Edwin Chacha and my boy Nicholas Twig Spur for following the bets, making some money. That's why I'm here, folks. That's why we're here. We're doing these things to make you guys money. I'm having a little fun with it. But hey, this is a podcast for the people. Enough of this, you know, the sports world nowadays, it's just all bullshit. People just, you got ESPN with their whole thing with, oh, we're going to make everything hip and cool and, you know, oh, yeah. Like Rachel Nichols the other day, like saying, like, "Oh, that's lit!" Like, what? Are, what are we doing? Like, what? People want sports. They want their news. They want takes on their news. They want discussion. Pretty simple. That's why sports talk radio is so much better than any of this ESPN crap. These shows, like Paul, whatever, uh, the first take and the the one with the four dipshits around and Tony Reale talking. What's that one called? Around the is that around the horn? Yeah, around the horn. That's it. You know, I got my producer in my ear. Yeah, mom. Thanks, mom. Appreciate it. But no, seriously, you got the crappy shows like that. Who cares? Why am I going to listen to some idiot, for, who just is some media idiot who's never probably played a sport in their life and isn't even a fan? Why am I going to listen to them about the takes on my team? That's why, guys, I'm being serious when I say this. SNY for all your New York sports. SNY.com, the best place to find the sports news besides this podcast great place to find the sports news i highly recommend it people don't really know about it they got some great writers there they got some great takes for all your new york sports but hey we hit with our bets and that was big and our fan duel lineups hit our fan duel lineup hit even without gronk playing most of the game so hey we had Amendola in there. Amendola did big things. Blake Bortles, me in the podcast world, did great things. We did what we had to do. We, we cashed. It didn't look pretty, but we cashed. And that's what's important. Right? At the end of the day, we want the green. We want the money. Going in green, that's what's important. 
So you know what? Let's get into a little preview of the Super Bowl for uh, two weeks from now. Let's get into what the important aspects are going to be for the Patriots and for the Eagles. For the Patriots, they have to exploit the middle of the field. They have to work in the middle of the field. That's where their offense work, but works best. Tom Brady doesn't work best throwing to the sidelines. they got to get Amendola and Gronk in the middle of the field. That'll open up some of the deep shots maybe. But they also, the offensive line's got to protect from that pass rush from Philly because, hey, that pass rush is great. And we saw it yesterday. The pass rush is really great from Philly. The Pats, their defense is in their strength, but their defense has to win the turnover battle, even if it's one nothing. they got to win the turnover battle. they got to flip-flop field position. This Eagles defense is good. I, that's why I think the under is going to be a good bet. But we got the Pats with that. They need to do that in order to, to win this game. They're going to have to keep Tom Brady upright, and that's going to be tough because for the Eagles to win, that pass rush has got to get to Tom Brady. And it's gonna get to Tom Brady probably, and it's gonna, it's gonna. That's what's gonna keep this game close, because if you look at these on got the team, they look at this matchup on paper, you're not really thinking the the Eagles have too much of a shot. The Eagles are definitely gonna have a shot though, because of that pass rush, and we've seen it time and time again. You saw it with the Giants, so those two Super Bowls, you rush four, you get to Brady. That's how you do it. You put everyone else in man coverage and press, and guess what? Eagles do that. The Eagles are going to play good press coverage, and they're going to rush four, and they're going to probably get to Brady. So it's going to be it's going to be a matchup of strength on strength, and we're going to see it with the Patriots on offense and the Eagles on defense. Strength on strength is going to determine who can win the battle there. So that's big. I think you got your X factor as Danny Amendola and Gronk. Those are going to be the two X factors for what we said before that we're going we're trying to attack the middle of the field, and Jenkins is going to have to match up with Gronk well because he's going to be on him. You know, Je- Malcolm Jenkins is a very good player. As much as I don't want to admit it, he's a very good player. And him stopping Gronk in, in a way is going to be, you know, because you can only stop Gronk so much because he's Gronk. He's going to get his. And I, the concussion thing, I'm not worried about. I, he's going to have plenty of time to get ready. He's going to be good. So that is what's going to take for the Eagles to win. They're going to have, their defense is going to have to lead them in this uh, for a win here. So guess what? There are several similarities between the 2017 Eagles and the franchise's other two Super Bowl teams, 2004 and 1980. All three of them started 10-1, and and they matched franchise records and win. They finished in top 10 in total offense and defense. So, hey, guess what? Look at this. Same, ta- same team as we've seen. The Eagles have a formula to win somewhat. But there's no Carson Wentz, and that's where, that's where the disparity in this game is going to be, I think. As great as Big Dick Nick played uh, uh, yesterday, I think it's more of a a mix of Doug Peterson's finding a way, finding the best way for him to win. They're getting the ball out of his hands quick, you know. They're they're making easier throws for him, but then he's making some big throws too. Big Dick Nick on deep throws is actually, you know, stats wise, when he had that great year, he had those same kind of stats yesterday in the, in the same vicinity there. So if he can get those deep throws and make them work. Hey, Big Dick Nick, that's my kind of man right there. I'm a big fan. You know, he did his thing. But if you had Carson Wentz, this would be like, you'd probably count Carson Wentz for maybe three and a half points, maybe four, because Big Dick Nick yesterday played well. So you got to figure, looking at it now without doing any more research spread-wise and betting-wise, I like the Pats with the minus five and a half. 
because guess what? You don't want to go against Tom. You don't. Bill, you give them weeks to prepare. It's going to be tough. So I'm going to, I like that. But if that spread goes up to seven and a half, I'm probably going to go with the Eagles, to be honest. I, 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 it's like, you know, it's one of those spreads where you can see it being a touchdown game. And the over-under of 48, I mean, God, I'm, I, I'm leaning under because the Eagles made those big plays off turnovers in a sense. They big dick Nick and the D, and got help from his defense. So I, I'm going to lean under there. Now, we don't have any player props yet or anything, but I'm probably going to go over on Amendola again because he's been big. He's been the Edelman of this uh, this Pats offense. They just plug him in and it's like it's nothing. That's what's crazy about the Pats. They can just plug guys in and it's like nothing's wrong. Nothing's even different. That's why guys are replaceable. But you see what the Eagles have done and the Eagles, you got to commend them as much as I don't want to commend them. They've had so many injuries. No Wentz, no Peters, no Sproles, no Jordan Hicks. It's It's crazy. How you have so many key injuries. Find me a team that's made the Super Bowl after losing their quarterback, their left tackle, middle linebacker, and their at the time when he got hurt, their second best running back. Maybe their first. It, you're not going to find it. And it's been a mix of Peterson being a good coach and the Eagles just having a good formula. And that formula's been a good defensive line. And that good defensive line is getting to the quarterback and they're making it hard for other teams' quarterbacks to put, throw the ball and score. This defensive line is maybe one of the best we've seen. Like, you can't argue with it. Brandon Graham is is amazing. Fletcher Cox, also amazing. You got those two guys top 10 at their position. You got a rookie making big plays. You got a Chris Long who came in, you know, making big plays also. And you got... LeGarrette Blunt. This is what the Eagles did. They signed guys that are going to help this year and not for a lot of money. You got Long and you got LeGarrette Blunt. Now see, the Giants didn't do that. They didn't do that at all. They got Brandon Marshall. Awesome. Great. But you let guy, you. Why didn't you get a LeGarrette Blunt if you're the Giants? You know, why? You thought that Paul Perkins was going to be your answer. Meanwhile, the guy's the fourth string running back now. I mean, Jesus Christ. And that's the problem with Jerry Reese, and thank God he's gone, because that was the big problem. And he kept getting bailed out for Odell's, for the Odell draft pick. But you see what a team does, like the Eagles, they have done their job. They haven't built a team that can win, and they built a team that can win even when they have injuries. So you got you gotta really think, holy shit, you know, this is this is a very a miracle-ish season for the Eagles. You know? And that's that's big. So as a Giant fan, hey, I'm uh, I'm happy because I know the Pats are gonna win deep down. I just I just I just know it. Now I think the Eagles can cover, but I I just I know it deep down that the, the Pats are gonna win this game because God I can't stand the Eagles winning a Super Bowl and being able to say that they've won a Super Bowl now because as we've known as we know they have won zero. So as a Giant fan we want the Pats to win. There's really no argument about it. But hey, that's up for debate and that's what the show is for. We want to debate. We want to get in 
to topics. We're going to talk about whatever you want to talk about. This week, we're talking about the Knicks on Wednesday, Knicks, Rangers, maybe a little Yankees preview. We're going to talk about the Knicks. What should the Knicks be doing? Is Chris Porzingis overrated? Should the Knicks keep losing games? Should they want to lose? Because this draft class is good. What else? Who do the Knicks trade for the deadline? What do the Rangers do now with big injuries to Shattenkirk and Kreider? How do they stay afloat until the playoffs, if they can make the playoffs? And, hey, baseball season's around the corner. We're getting hot here. This is just the ground floor, everyone. We're getting hot up in here. Like the great Nelly once said, it's getting hot in here, so take off all your clothes. I am getting so hot, I want to take my clothes off. That's what we're doing here. We're making it hot, okay? We're getting subscribers. We're getting listeners, and that's what's important. I'm here for you guys, okay? That's the main thing. I'm here for you guys. I want to entertain you guys. Hey, we got ESPN, and ESPN sucks, so that's why I'm here. I'm trying to become the new, you know, the new thing that we can all turn to. Hey, Lone Wolf Hofsch came out the new episode. Let's see what his takes are, you know? He's got some good takes. He's a nice guy, a very nice man. But hey, everyone, I want you to have a good week. We're going to come back Wednesday, and we're going to do some big things this week, and we're going to do some big things next week. We got a lot of bets coming next week. We got a lot of preview for the Super Bowl, you know? We're going to do big things. And everyone, I just want to say thank you to everyone that's been helping me, you know, giving me advice, whatever. I got my boy Big Dog yesterday. I walk into the house, and he's like, Hof. And, you know, Big Dog's a guy that's going to shit on me whenever he can. And he goes, Hof, yo. I, I hate to admit it, bro, but you're doing a good job. You're 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 good. I said, bro, thanks. You know, I'm just trying to do big things for everyone. You know, I got my boy Anthony Spinola telling me I'm doing big things. You know, guys, I'm here. I'm here to do big things. I'm a big baller. At the end of the day, you got to be a big baller. You know, you don't want to be a small baller. And as much as I might not like Levar Ball, he's right. You, big ballers only in this world. Small ballers can walk. Simple. Boom, bang. I will see you all Wednesday. Let's go out with a little Drizzy right now, a little Drake. The new song, God's Plan, the man is killing it. Drake, thank you for another one, blessing us all day, every day. Hey, everyone, have a good night. I'll see you Wednesday.